Fun fact about this song. It's gotta be an oldie though, right? Gotta be an oldie. Well, isn't it? Gotta be. It's a Sandman, Rubber Band Man. That's right. Oh yeah. Fun fact about this song. This is actually Buha would know. I know if a he fact remembers. this song. Well, Ti Ti uh, stole this song a little bit. He he sampled it. Yeah. He sampled it. But for Buha's sake, this song is the first ever repeat for an opening of FTH. We have opened to this song before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Well, that sounds great. I'll tell you no, what. No, I think that's a that's a blown trivia question. You've definitely opened to other songs before. Not twice. not twice. No. Yes. Yes. Right. This is the first time it's been going on. The first that was, repeat, This was yeah. a trivia. That was a trivia question before from like you, two years no, ago. No, you can fact check me on that one. It's it was probably some do it was probably some Doja Cat or like some marshmallow. Doja Cat. Or some DJ Marshmallow. Buha is such a hater of my music taste, bro. Not me. I, I'm, I'm always a I big, really am. big fan of yours. He's Jack, a hater. You know? Listen, I like your taste of music. I have a little better, I think. Look, but... I even give him the soft pull down and everything. What is up, everybody? Oh, I missed that so. <laughs> looky, looky, who is here with us tonight, making yeah. his triumphant return, the prof. What's up, prof? I'm here. And it's if it lot. looks to you like I haven't showered, shaved, or done anything or got out of this basement for the last four or five days, it's probably because that's true. Okay. I'm looking a little scruff, huh? Oh, you look good, man. At six o'clock, shave, man. Looking the, good. There is a reason why we can't start this thing until 8.30. There's a reason for that. And that's because the prof gets no free time until at least 8.30 every single day. Life's a lot different now. Not complaining. Enjoy it. You but enjoy I, it. I am glad to uh, to join you guys here a little bit after 8.30 and uh, looking forward to a shower in about an hour from now, hopefully. So, nice, yeah. nice. Well, yeah. we're happy to have you back. It's not the same without you. Uh, we've been having some fun the last couple of weeks, but, you know, we had to bring you back on, especially because towards the end of the last pod, we had a lot of conversation about our bets that we got going, right? Earl got introduced to dinner at Mendy's, yeah. which he thought was Denny's. I so thought that it was, was Denny's, <laughs> for sure. No, it was Denny's, yeah, Denny's. <laughs> and I, then apparently, Prof, you're on the hook for breakfast at Denny's for, for yeah, Earl he with the Eagles. The, the one night, the six, six and a half over. Forgot about that with the birds. That's right. That's right. They're actually looking like they're going to cash in for you there, huh? I know. I, I'm I'm really liking them too. Uh, right. I now. would have. I would all have only remembered that if they lost the last couple games. But I'll remind you. So they're at what five wins? So two yeah. What do they need to get to seven? Yeah, seven. That's what it is. Six and a half. You got to go. Dude, the boys are looking pretty good. I got to give it to them. I did not have any hope for them whatsoever, and. uh Hertz is he's he's looking half decent. Yes, he he's being the leader right now. Well, they they just played against a scrub team that's beat up and like, come on, man. I mean, I I get it. You you got to play the teams that's in front of you. You got to play the players that are on the field with you. But what are you going to say next week when they beat the Giants? Going to say the same thing? Well, the Giants aren't a very good team either. Well, yeah, though, that's right? that's exactly right. <laughs> But, that, you know, that's the thing. So, like, this, the, the division has evolved a little bit, and the schedule, as it does every season, changes. So it's like you look at the this, the season on paper every year, and you can count wins and count losses, but 
as the season evolves, things change. I mean, look at a couple different teams we can talk about. I'm sure we're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to get all into that. Prof brings up a good point, and it's it's something that we look at when we look at games and look at the way they're handicapped throughout a season, right? And it's kind of, you call them schedule wins or losses, right? And we're going to get into all that, plus talk about the Eagles and more. But before we do that, I had something that I wanted to bring up, and I know this will be right up you guys' alley, all right. because... We were talking MVP last weekend, right? And so for baseball. And now now we're on to Hall of Fame talk, right? All right. Like so, that. but I think Prof may have a bone to pick with the conversation from last week about MVP. Is that right, Prof? Yeah. Well, it? I see. So as I mentioned my, my hectic schedule, I didn't get a chance to t fully tune in. So why don't you just refresh me if I maybe, maybe I did hear some of it. Yeah. So I just, I didn't take the MVP award away from Shohei Otani, but I asked the question. Oh, no. Did you really? It would be more deserving of a player like Vlad, whose team almost made the playoffs, was a tough division, the toughest division in baseball, right? And, you know, the Angels weren't a very good team. So the award is not best player in baseball. It's most valuable. I just asked the question. No, dude, you're far off on that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm on board with it too, because I, I mean, obviously Shohei had, you know, one of the greatest seasons ever. But it's, it's actually incredible how many. I mean, with, between him and Trout now, how many years and uh, an Angel has won MVP and they have not missed the playoffs. Yeah, it's because it's because their their uh, their ownership and management is inept. It's really bad, and, and their fans stink. Well, that is, I, I <laughs> listen. I can't say that's not a factor. I can't say that's not a factor. And I actually was looking at some of the things that you posted uh, on some of the notes, Jack. And there's a lot of things with with that in football too. But I digress. Anyway, I, All right. I there that you could tell from the point of the All Star break that Otani is the clear MVP. I mean, it was just going to happen. And it's just amazing though that the season that Simeon and Guerrero had, and you know, it's a shame to take that away from them. But for a young guy like Guerrero, you think he's going to be there a couple of times. And that happens to young players, right? Like if he was maybe a little sure. bit older, sometimes, you know, they give him more of, more of an edge maybe because he's, he's a veteran, but I think everybody expects him to kind of be there for the next 10 to 15 years. And I mean, we've never seen a player like Otani. It's just a fact. I, no, there's no question about it. Yeah, like, yeah, he was in the home run derby, and then the following night you start the All Star game, correct? Yeah, it's unprecedented. I mean, yeah, like right there and then, it's just like this guy's special. All you right, know, so I really do, I really do hope that it, it does um, start to uh, start a trend with more players being able to do this because I think there's there has been over time way more players that are capable of doing this. That's I'm not, interesting. I don't want to take. I don't want to take away from what he did this year because how strenuous it is to do both. I mean, I used to play half of a high school season and my arm was falling off just, you know, playing a, a couple games a week. I can't imagine what it is to, to do that and to pitch on top of it. But I think that over time, because of the size of some of these contracts, because of what an asset these players are, I think there have been some players that are have – 
that probably been talented enough to do it that just have not given well, been given the shot to do it. Otani's not getting paid right now. He's getting paid like five hundred grand or something. No, he's getting no, paid. but you, but you know what I'm nothing. saying. You know what yeah. I'm saying. When you have an all, he will get paid. But when you have a, when it comes to him getting paid, I think where Nick is going is then the question is: yeah. Do the Angels as a franchise allow him to? do both right when yeah that was the be deal. honest that was the deal what i remember they're they're like how uh tani's crew we're like dude my guy wants to pitch and to hit you know right and the angel's like dude you can do whatever you want just come to us and well sure but when but when the next contract rolls in for hundreds of millions of dollars guaranteed right then that conversation wow. changes because how much strain can a player put on his arm and then go out and play a position in the field and then hit right play the day after pitching wow. you know becomes too much over the course of a few years i mean he had an unprecedented season but is that something that can really be kept up over the course of three four five years probably not i think right? it can because he can hit if he, if he if he throws out his arm okay you're dh boom done well then you're not pitching anymore, but, that, okay, but that's, well, that's the whole point you're not pitching out his anymore. arm <laughs> well, you don't want him to throw out his arm. Well, I mean, well, you're not pitching then. Well, then he's just DHing. Then or he's, you first know. base or right field. I mean, if he if he can't throw, he can't throw anymore. Well, that's kind of the point. It's very it's very unique, and I mean, to be honest, I don't know that that he can continue it. I mean, we've seen some of the way that some of these pitchers, especially, have been treated over the years. I mean, I remember going back. It seems like 10 years ago at this point when Strasburg was able to pitch, but the, the Nationals wouldn't let him pitch because right. of, because he was such an asset, right. you know, and, you know, it didn't, it didn't pan out for him. I mean, eventually it did. They, they won their World Series. But, you know, it's just like some of these, some of these franchises have different opinions on it. I, who knows? Who knows if the Angels are, are, are going to let him try to do what – the fans want him to do right. All right. Well, I think they're going to keep letting him do uh, do that. And um, just to the, we only have one example size, and that's Babe Ruth. How many years did he do it? What a couple of years? I mean, he had three or four in Boston. I don't know the exact number. Well, he but, stopped pitching very early into yeah, his I know, career. So I mean, there's your example size. There's only one of them. So I We're mean, like I said, going, going back to like 1928 when he was throwing about 80 miles per hour, but. <laughs> I mean that's all you have to, you know, to look at here. But I I think they're gonna let let him keep doing it because he wants to do it. And how old is he? He's like 23, 24. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not old. I mean, yeah. he's twenty. He's twenty seven. Yeah, I mean he played some right, years professionally. Years. Yeah. So now that we got the baseball juices flowing, right? <laughs> yeah. I stirred the pot. Finally, up. talk about baseball yeah. on November twenty third. Exactly. I stirred the pot up well, again. Which baseball, like, which hold on, hold on. Here. By the way, like, what is what is what is Major League doing? What like why do they wait until weeks after yeah, that was, yeah after I know. the World Series to announce it? It's like supposed to be this dramatic rollout of yeah. every night of the week you get like a new award. It's like, come on, guys, what are we doing? Nobody's no, paying they're attention. They're trying to, this. to stay relevant during football season, which is their first mistake. Well, they announced right? it like right before the football game on like last Thursday. I, that's what I mean. They? They're trying to go head to head with the NFL, which you just don't do. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. No. So I posted this on Facebook because I heard the talk earlier. Now we're into the Hall of Fame talk, right? And there's a lot of stirring that our favorite third baseman who left here for baseball paradise or baseball heaven, whatever the hell they called it in St. Louis at the time, right? Oh, Scotty Rowland, he got a large percentage of votes last year, and it's being 
kind of thrown around that he might get in this year. So the question that I posed first amongst a two or three part question was in your book, is Scott Rowland a hall of famer? I'm saying no, but the reason why he may make the hall of fame is because you know, he's not a juicer, you know, in the juice era, right? Do we? I mean, there's no evidence of it. I would say, no, he doesn't. He hasn't juiced. Okay. I mean, it's home. I mean, I don't know his exact numbers. I can give them to you. Do you want them? Sure. You know. Okay. Let me, let me hear them. Scotty Rowland, 17 seasons played, 1997 NL Rookie of the Year, seven-time All-Star, eight gold gloves. He was a career 281 hitter, 368 OBP, both very good. He had just over 2,000 hits, 2,077. He had 316 home runs, and he hit just under 1,300, or yeah, 1,300 That's RBI. So, did he win a ship with St. Louis? Uh, no, I think I believe he. Series? I believe he did. did he? All right, so he got one championship. I mean, uh, there's a big possibility he makes it, but I don't know if that the the championship has anything to do with it. I mean, it helps. The, the way that I see Scott Rowland was the original. I want to say the original Nolan Arenado. That's how I look at him. That's how I. That's how I see him. As a player, right? Like he's gonna now. Now listen, Arenado. I'll give it to him. He's got better power numbers, probably. I think they're. they're he's probably got a, a little bit to catch up to to Roland as far as overall home runs, slugging percentage wise. I think they're very similar. We're also talking about the Colorado effect too. You have to remember, right? Right. It's hard. To, I mean, it's hard to factor in. I don't. I'm not going to hold that against Arenado, but. Honestly, I look at it from a defensive perspective. They're very similar players. Scott Rowland was the best defensive third baseman for a decade. He was. At no least. about it. Yes. And that's that's something that doesn't get factored in as much. And I think that it should for players of the previous generation, maybe more so than this generation. I mean, that's that's just me maybe that's me just being nostalgic and just, you know, the the de defensive side of the game always, you know, spoke to me a little bit more than the home runs and, and all that. But as far as, as far as I'm concerned, he was the best third baseman of that generation. Yes. You can say Chipper Jones, but yeah. Chipper Jones was more of an offensive third baseman. And I would, I would give obviously jo Chipper Jones the edge on Scott Rowland, but you know, I, I think that the defense isn't factored in enough. Okay, so mind. well, so then there's two things there to dissect, right? I think one, defense isn't taken into account as much these days because teams and the way the teams are built, right, thanks to Moneyball and that sort of analytics, doesn't place a premium on defense anymore, right? If you can get on base, you're going to find a go. spot for you on the field. If it's third base or if it's center field or if it doesn't matter, right? So we know that philosophy. So I sort of tend to agree with you. Now, I think that that has evolved over time because, you know, when we talk about the next guy, we're going to compare him to it at what I like to term the premium defensive positions, right? Or the next guy we're going to talk about. In the past, in the 80s and 70s, right, it seemed that defense was even more of a premium, right, until we got into like the 90s and 2000s, which became sort of the offensive eras of baseball, right? But all that wrapped up and said, at the end of the day, for you, Nick, is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? I, I'd say probably not. Eric, probably you not. say no? 
I mean, who else is on the ballot? I mean, you said J. Roll. I, I would say, I mean, J. Roll won an MVP. Scott Rowland never did. Well, do you want me? Okay, so uh, speaking mean, of that, while we talk I about mean, it, it, so it, Jimmy Rollins, the conversation now has come up to Jimmy. I would say put Barry Bonds in. He deserves it. <laughs> do you want it? You want me to? I can give you Jimmy's numbers for comparison if you want. Yeah, okay, you so him, let's hear it. So let's, Jimmy. Let's show the viewers some. Jimmy played the same amount of seasons, 17 seasons, three-time All-Star for J-Roll, 2007 NL MVP, as Earl alluded to, four gold gloves. Now, Jimmy's a career 264 hitter with a 324 OBP, which is not great. He has 2,455 hits, 231 home runs, and 936 RBIs. Jimmy also stole 470 bases. Well, it's, it sounded like Scott Rowan has a good chance. <laughs> well, they play different positions, right? Uh, Jimmy plays third, a premium mean. defensive position. Third base is, is not considered that, but it's still important. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Eric, I don't know if he knows it or not, but made his, made, he makes a good point. I mean, you do have to look at who's on the ballot with him. Agreed. And, uh, yeah. like, I, I think there's a case to be made for him. There certainly is. In my estimation, when you say the name of a player and you say, should they be a Hall of Famer? I think it should be an automatic yes to be a hall, an actual Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, we've talked about that before, right? And I agree with you. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, I, just for that fact, I don't think that, that Roland is. You know? And I agree, but here's, my, here's where I'm coming from. I say no. I think Roland is in the Hall very good, right? And I think mm -hmm. all three of us are sort of agreeing with that. But I will tell you that I do think he's going to get in. So that's my official stamp that's on it. Interesting. It sounds like he's going to. He has a better odds than uh, J. Roll has. At least what it sounds like. It I mean, does. Two eighty ones better than two sixty four or whatever. Now there's a lot of he stirring. Got, he got on base more than he did. Well, and just looking at the ballot right now, and I before I said that, just looking at the ballot to. To Eric's point, and then back to Jack's point. It's about who's on the ballot, right? So I'm just looking at some guys on here that they're not going to get in because of the steroid thing, right? So Barry Bonds, Clemens, Pete Rose, um, <laughs> Pete Rose, uh, Andy Pettit, uh, Sammy Sosa, Ramirez. They're 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 on the ballot. So right. I, just looking at the names, I didn't even I didn't even factor that side of it in. Just yep. like that's. Well, uh, and that's, that's a reason a why there's a lot of talk that Scotty is going to get in. Yeah. Also, is. interesting, last thing I'll bring up on this, um, something to think about for just that I threw in with the Jimmy Rollins thing is, does anybody from the Phillies World Series team get in the Hall of Fame? Cole Hamels for sure has got to get in. I mean, he's Hall still playing, right? Hall of no. Fame? Cole Hamels? Cole Hamels is not going to get in the Hall of Fame. Cole why? Hamels is not going to make man. the Hall of Fame. Oh, he was my favorite, man. He does not have I Hall of Fame Cole. numbers. I love no. I changed slightly then. No. Well, well, all right. I'll go one more then. Ryan Howard? No. They're all not making it, huh? Nope. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> How about Charlie Manuel, the manager? Come on. Now he, that, now he's he making it. Actually, probably, he probably will make it. Fourth, fourth yes. time the charm here. Yeah, he probably will. That's actually a good pull. So the last last thing on this that I was going to before I said that. So this is Kurt Schilling's last year on the ballot. Yeah, it's a shame. 
And I, I, I mean, I don't think any of us think he's going to get in. He's right? not, he, he didn't do any steroids. He just talks a bunch of shit yeah. about politics and, and stupid stuff right. all the time. And sports writers don't really like Kurt. Yeah, it's all the sports writers, man. It's like like Scott Rowland's a guy like, oh, you know what? He's a stand-up guy. Yes. You like him. He fits the bill who they l- would like to have in the whole thing. Absolutely. So that's why I'm like, okay, maybe you know, more I talk about it. The more I'm liking Scott Rowland, yes. in. I talk. I I brought you to my side, right? Now, I, you I, know, the I, more I talked about it, believe me, I hope he is. I yeah. really do. He's he's my I favorite. He's my favorite player of all time. Scott Rowland. Scotty R. Scott Rowland is my now, favorite. Did you like JD Drew more than him? Center, man. JD Drew. Did, did you like him more? <laughs> I hated Drew. him. I hated JD Drew. No. Yeah, that I, was a but, interesting so, time. So for the Bobby shows. Abreu is on the ballot, and he's Bobby, a more interesting like question. You. That is. Because when you actually look at numbers and you boil things down. His numbers numbers, are incredible. numbers are amazing. Bobby Abreu's numbers are incredible. I just remember that one time, the home run derby, and what, he hits like 20 home runs? Hey, more than, I don't, I don't so know. I'm pretty crazy. sure that Eric like, only watches the home run derby. That's what it sounds like. He's mentioned it? the home run derby. <laughs> I mean, there's one home run derby a year. There's 162 <laughs> of these damn games. I remember the home run derbies. I mean, Cahill says Cahill says he loves Bobby Abreu for the Hall of Fame. If I remember correctly, nah, bring him in. I, I like used him. to argue with Bob Cahill all the time about how much I thought Bobby Abreu was like just a hollow numbers guy on those Philly teams because he filled it up every year. He was like 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases, right? You know. What are you saying? You had garbage time? Yeah, that is what I'm average saying. Average. Yeah, but, like, but how is that possible? But if you look at the entire time he played in Philadelphia, the entire time was garbage time. Yeah, the Philly stung. Yeah. Those were yeah, the worst the teams ever. You yeah, could go stung. down there and you could go down there for $2 and buy a ticket. 100%. Yeah, yeah, those teams were so bad. They were trying oh, to get you in that damn stadium. Kale says Abreu is underrated. Yeah, he might be. He might Probably. be. But unfortunately, yeah, like for me, and and this is the one, we'll move on to football now because I know we got a lot to cover for football. But for me, I think Kurt Schilling is a Hall of Famer, right? I oh, think yeah. 100%. Yes, 100%. but it's a shame that he's not going to get in because of sports writers. And then the other name that I'll throw out there, see, I'm going to keep doing this. We could do this forever. Jeff Kent, right? He's another guy who just has unquestionably Hall of Fame numbers and you know, never directly got tied into steroids to Eric's point before about scott Rowland, right yeah. he played in the era so you never know but again just a guy that sports writers can't stand so he was he, the best power hitting second baseman of all time by far i agree bob says kurt needs to be in well, kurt I, needs to be I, in i but think chase utley had more pop than he did though. well if chase utley could have kept up his full no. run for 10 no, years jeff, then maybe. Jeff, jeff ken has an mvp i he i does. factor the mvp a lot that's oh yeah, absolutely. That's why I think Jimmy Rollins and talk about defense. Talk about being great on defense. Oh, Jimmy Jim Rollins was the, the best, best shortstop in the National League for ten years. And and so I think Rollins has a better shot than I think Jimmy Rollins has a better shot than Scott Rollins for sure. Wow, that's a hot take. Actually, see, I disagree with that. I think Scott no, Rollins. I think he does. I think he's got maybe more deserving, but I think Rollins gets in. No, so Jimmy, you have to factor the MVP, man. That's a big deal. They sports writers do love the MVP. I mean, they vote for it, right? I think so, it is. I think it I is. I think they both get in. How about that? That's why I'm voting. For That's it. possible too. They both get in. That's possible. Would love it. It's possible yeah. with love. Does Roland go, this, does this go in as a Philly? This sports writers, okay. No, you're involved in anything. You're you're. This you're is our first Philly. baseball pod in yeah. Fun years. fact, you know, we'll move <laughs> on. We'll, we got our guy that knows. I know. We we, we, we got our baseball guy. Well, another now. fun fact about old Scotty Rowland, you know that he played more seasons as a Philly than any other team. He played seven in a Phillies uniform. You only played six for. So, the so next question is: He'll still, Is he going down? He's going in as a Redbird. He's going in as a Redbird. He hates the Phillies. He hates, he hates yeah, Philly. He hates 
hated his time here too. Jimmy will go in as a White Sox. <laughs> or a Dodger. Before he goes in as a Philly. All right. So let's move on to some football. Um, I want to cover college briefly because we talked about that last week. Oh, just kind of a couple things we got to cover. I know Eric knows what's coming. Uh, before we get into NFL, I want to cover NFL games last week, and then we're going to cover the Thanksgiving games that we have coming up in two days here, right? So starting in college, uh, the big game last week was Ohio State, number four, versus number seven, Michigan State. And Eric and I got to talking about that game, right? And this is, wow. this is sort of a lesson in odds making, right? We talked about that line and how that line was very large, much larger than we yeah. expected it to be. Well, Ohio State comes out and decimates Michigan State. I put I wrote this down specifically for comparison because it's mind blowing. Ohio State was beating Michigan State forty nine nothing at halftime, right? Now that's number four against number seven in the nation. You know what other game was forty nine nothing at half last week? Uh, Georgia over Charleston Southern. I know that's how bad. It was. That's how bad that was. I mean, I was I, I was I saw that game and then I'm like, how come I didn't bet the uh, Arkansas and Alabama game? They actually, they actually covered. Well, Arkansas played very well. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm like, how come Michigan State couldn't do that? And they were talking on the radio today, dude. They're just a tier two, tier three team. They'll never get in that upper, like they, that, that. I national, mean, that was. They'll never have a chance in that championship. Embarrassing. Yeah, I, that I, was embarrassing. I thought they were playing the night game. You know, I, I turn on the college football at like like one thirty, two o'clock. I'm like, I'm like fuck. <laughs> I'm like, and I put the bet in late, man. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I talked myself into it. And I woke up. Well, I didn't wake up, but I. Well, I what made you? What made you think like, that? That was a what, bad idea. What made you think that? I, oh, there were the. You know, he liked that line. He liked I the liked points the he was line, getting. You know, it went off at nineteen and a half. And one. It just. It just looked like a. I think they're going to cover, and it just. It, plus, I don't know shit about. NCAA college football, so, I think next time when I when I'm going to bet college football. I'll just do the opposite. Yeah, well, you and just listen to me. When you told me, to when you told me That's what that you got, me yeah, when you told me what that line uh, was, I said, "Well, then I'm, I'm taking Ohio State, right? I'm and I'm like, going to lay the points every because time I just gotta, let's, let's just listen to Jack. Yeah, so we're seasoned. Prof and I are seasoned at reading these lines, right? Yeah. What does the line tell us? And when you told me that was 19 and a half, that told me Ohio State all day. Yeah, they're going to beat their. Well, head. so because, what I what I'm really looking forward to is Ohio State at Michigan on this this Saturday. Yeah, that's going to be a big deal. And like this is like. It, the Big Ten is so crazy, man, because it's so top heavy on the East side. I feel like always, like, always, every it, year it is. So every so, year. So I mean, in addition to my my plans to expand the the national tournament, like why don't they expand the how how these conference tournaments are work? split? Yeah, I yeah, mean, because, I think like why like you can even free skate every year, right? You can pull the top three from each division, right? Like, why can't you just do that and just have a couple weeks and and play? You could probably play. I don't know. How's that work out? You could probably do two weeks. Yeah, probably three weeks. Yeah, you probably could. But like, it's so different because you're going to have Ohio State and Wisconsin probably. Yeah, and Ohio State's going to destroy them by destroy them. Yeah, because Wisconsin points. gets to sit on the other side of the conference, right? And they get to beat up on Iowa and Missouri, right? And whilst Ohio State plays Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State, which is the, the four best teams in the conference every year, right? Well, Penn State sucks. Penn State, well. Who got fired? Or 
did their coach get fired? What are no, he just right? got an extension. He just signed, an extension. <laughs> he just signed for like ten that years. Was, yeah. He got an extension. I heard. Yeah. Some, I heard his name. I'm like, yeah, he just signed an extension. No. Well, because well, he can recruit really well. Well, right? we talked He's last really week. The reason they wanted to lock this up because since they're having such a down year. There are a lot of jobs, high-profile jobs right. available now in college. We're talking like, about going to USC. USC, LSU, oh, and his yeah. name was at the top of all those lists. So I'm sure that the AD and everybody at Penn State wanted to make sure that they locked him in, and they did. Yeah, he likes Penn State. He likes that. Yeah, but, I mean, dude, honestly, like, outside of Wisconsin and Iowa on the West, which we know – we know, but we know at Wisconsin and Iowa are going to be every single year. Yep. Like, they're the same team every single year, every yep. single year. yeah. Like the 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 four teams, the four teams in the East, you could say that they're legit contenders at the beginning of every year. Yes, right. I don't, and it just seems like that for the last, however, yeah, what, since, well, since they did the playoff, since the playoff has been going on, right? So it's it's got to change, though. man. It's, it's got to change a little bit. This like well, it's all recruiting. You know, all the all the big top guys, uh, the uh, the uh, the five blue chip guys are going to Alabama and Georgia. I mean, that's that's just what they do. And the rest of the crop goes to Iowa, Penn State, and Michigan State. This is how it is. That's why Michigan State will never be in that tier. Well, in and that's Zach. What's what have I been saying for the last three years? Well, that's why we need to expand the college football playoff system, right? right. Because no, still gonna get it's gonna. But it. But at least the guys are getting there. At least yeah. you're getting a chance to play for it. I agree. I would love to see You it. get two SEC teams every single year. You know, we talked about this last week, and I'll bring it up again. So now, Oregon, of course, that was another shaky game that we talked about, right? Oregon playing Utah. Oregon's number three in the country, but their touchdown, well, I think it went off at like six and a half, but either way, six, seven-point dogs yeah, that was a close to one, Utah. Right? No, Utah beat their ass. Yeah, they, they won. They, yeah, Utah won. So now Oregon out of the top four. So now you've got your usual suspects. Is Cincinnati sneaking in? Well, <laughs> right? They won. The Cincinnati. They're undefeated. Cincinnati I know, won. Like I said, I, yeah, no, no. You, you're right. But now what we're talking about for, for Georgia and Alabama, right, they're going to play in the SEC championship. But if if Bama beats Georgia, they're both still going anyway. Yeah, I mean, are they better? The question becomes if Alabama loses, are they still going to go? Is a two-loss Bama team still going to go? Yeah, they got the hardest schedule. And they have the biggest market. People want to watch Alabama play. So then so then we could just cancel the SEC championship, right? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter who wins it because they're both going I mean, to the playoff. Is that what we're saying? You got a trophy for winning it, but, I mean, they're still going into <laughs> the final <laughs> tournament. You got a trophy on the line. Prof, what do you think? You think if, yeah, if Bama think? loses to Georgia in the SEC it? championship, you think they still go to the playoff? It's I, I think there's a, there's a good chance. I, I mean, do. It, they're the number one, number two team in the country. Why would they not be in? Well, right now, Ohio State's two. Ohio State jumped Bama, but well, okay, they're whatever. one and three. Right. It would, pro- it would probably be Georgia. Georgia's, a- Georgia's obviously in. Right? Even if Georgia loses, they're going. So so that they, they don't have anything to worry about. If they lose to Bama, they're still going. Ohio State's going. Ohio State's going. Well, What's unless that? unless well, Michigan beats them. Which, that's not going to happen. Probably not. I think Cincinnati's going to sneak in there. Then you have Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You have Oklahoma. You have Oklahoma State at 10-1. I mean, it's a little bit of a mess. I kind of like it. It is nice this year because I think the four spot is really up for grabs this year. So, But here's the problem. 
You t- everybody wants Cincinnati to get in, and they're just, they're just it's just not going to happen. Oh, I, I said it two times. Well, no, it's just, everybody wants them. Is that listen, no, no. Listen, it's not just you. Everybody wants them to get in. They've been sitting on that five spot for how long? Right. Get their ass like, and and there's a reason that they're just sitting on that five spot because they had a big win. They had it earlier in the season. And there's nothing else. There's nothing else coming down the line. Yeah, because they have you know? nothing left I on mean, their schedule. They're not even playing Houston. They don't even have Houston on the schedule. Who's the only other? Uh, they're ten and one. Right. Them in the but they AAC. will play them. They should play them for their conference championship, right? Yeah. That will be they, the they will, and, and they should beat them. I mean, you know, it's it's really tough because Oregon messed everything up. Yeah. Or, and they, or you know, let me rephrase it. Oregon made everything fun. Oregon, right? Yeah. Oregon fixed I, everything because Oregon could have been that team to hang in there. But since this is the problem. This they, is the, they're in the Pac-12 and they stink, but they did beat Ohio State to open the season. This is the gift and the curse of college football, where it's like everybody wants to do these their 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 favorite teams. They want to do their their standings, their rankings all year. But then when somebody doesn't get in, it's like, well, you just screwed a team out of playing, and. I will keep coming back to it every time we talk about college football, but it's it's got to open up a little bit. To. Eight teams, eight's the number. We need eight. Well, here's my prediction. So whoever wins the SEC uh, championship game, they'll be number one, and yep. whoever loses will be four. Hundred percent, they'll be four. So you think even a two-loss Bama yes, team, they still go. And, so and but, then the two or three, but uh, if, two or, but, three, or, or they could be the third. Well, it's seed. interesting that you There's say no that way. because if they do that, okay, this is this is actually a, a dynamic I want to dive into if they make if, if whoever loses that if it if it winds up that they go one and four then they're just going to play the, the first playoff game because one plays four so literally they'll oh play each God. other back to back see so they'll make them at three seed whoever, whoever loses that game will be the third seed. they're not gonna they're not gonna do that i mean well if, if, if well here's Georgia the thing loses, well here but let's it, play it out this way because i think it's the best way this could happen georgia wins they're number one. There's no way Alabama's going. Out. If Alabama loses and still gets in with two losses, they can't be higher than the four, right? But they this can. might be uh, the this, this, they can. This might be the best case scenario for Cincinnati. Yes. It yes. might be I the best cases. It might be the best case scenario for Cincinnati because every yes, every, Cincinnati if they confuse enough people. If they confuse enough people, they might just be dumb enough to put Cincinnati in. <laughs> Cincinnati needs Georgia to beat Alabama because if Alabama beats Georgia, you have two spots right. guaranteed taken SEC. If Bama gets their second loss, now that's up for conversation. Yeah. And what's going to happen is inevitably Alabama will win the SEC championship. <laughs> inevitably, Alabama will win the championship because there's what's no gonna happen. around this year. By the way, yeah, another fast. crazy happening, Clemson blew up the ACC last week, right? Because they beat. they beat Wake Forest, who seemed to be the best team running away with that league, right? And Clemson started the year really poorly. Clemson yeah. came out last week, beat them. So now that conference is all up in the air. It's kind of a wild year in, in these conferences. It's a best-case scenario for Cincinnati when everybody's beating up everybody else. Exactly, because you're getting all these major conference teams with yeah. two and three losses. It's not. It's probably not It's probably not going to happen for them, but it would be – I mean, it would be fun to see, and they'd go in and they'd play Georgia first round, and then they would get decimated. decimated. It, wouldn't be, it, would be, it would be so boring. Well, it's one of those things where you, you have to see it happen, right? I mean, or – yeah, I agree with you, Nick, that I think they will get blown out, but – But at some point – We they, don't know unless we see it. That's why you play the game. Yes, agree with Eric. And at some point, they did earn it, right? I mean, they played who they had in, 
and they won every game. I want I want teams like Cincinnati in, but I want the whole tournament opened up so that there's games, yeah, buys for the the one and two, and you have some you have some playing games to eventually work your way up. I don't know. So it what? Six sense. or twelve or what? Or eight? I say eight. Eight. Prop I, one's twelve. I've always said twelve from the beginning. Prop one's twelve. I want eight. Yeah. I've said twelve. Once, we're gonna have okay. So every year, this is like a tradition on from you the hill. Gotta talk about it, man. You gotta talk <laughs> about it. After the conference championship games, and then when the four come up, this is when Prof and I get all the lists back from all the teams, yeah. and then we start going through like you know our our debate every single year. Should it be eight? Should it be twelve? Who would be in right? And then we have fun. So we'll, we'll yeah. we're definitely gonna have that pod. Well, but, one thing real quick, but the one guy I think the Texas Tech coach, he's like, dude, like it's not it's not rocket science. Like they do it in Texas. Texas high school football, like they do it. They they make a big tournament and or check out uh, Division One AA. Like they do it. You know, it's like it's not some crazy formula. Like how do we do this? Yeah, like high school does it. Uh, Division uh, Division One AA does it. Have a tournament. Like like they, they make these tournaments. Yeah, but you know, NCAA Division One, they're like, no, we're we got to be different. Yeah, you're not wrong. I just yeah, you're not wrong. The one coach from Texas uh, Tech was getting all into it. It's like a viral. Thing he was talking. Uh, about. That was from Washington State. What I know who you're talking about, Mike. Leach. Who am I talking about? Is this Mike it, Leach? Yeah, Leach. Yeah, that's the. Guy. He's a he's a uh, FTH favorite. We, we love Mike Leach stud. on this on this. <laughs> I probably heard it from you. Buha. We we uh, have quoted probably. Mike Leach many a time on here. We well, love Mike uh, Leach. Well, that's, that's probably where I learned it from. <laughs> that's our guy. So I just came to me and I said it. So nice. anyway, all right, let's get into some NFL boys because I want to get everybody's thoughts on Thanksgiving. I want to recap some games from last week and just get thoughts. Obviously, I'm going to start right here in Philly. Eagles, impressive win over the Saints. We talked about it last week. They came out and did the job. But the real question now, I have to eat a little crow because I have been super critical of Jalen Hurts. But now it's two games in a row that he is looking the part. And they looked good. Now, obviously, the Saints, we talked about how depleted they were on offense, but their defense wasn't. And the Eagles came out from the gun and just, destroyed them, jumped down their throats, and made it so they can never come back. Now there's two questions. One, are you guys more sold on Jalen now than you were before? And two, do the Eagles make the playoffs now? You want to go, Nick? Well, uh, I mean, it's it's an opened-up playoff now, right? It's opened up to to other teams. Yeah. So, I mean, when you you look at the the in-the-hunt graphic, everybody's kind of there. So – I mean, how many division games have we had so far? Well, we still have we have uh Dallas. We play the Giants twice still, right? We haven't played the Giants yet. We we played we the football team twice. We had the football team twice still. We only played the Cowboys. Yeah, so we haven't had any division games yet. Just the Cowboys and we so it's 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 that's a tough that's a tough thing to that's a tough thing to predict. Now, do I like where we're at? Absolutely, because I think that you know the Giants are, are two winnable games. I think the 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 Washington football team are two winnable games. I mean, the Jets are. We these are those are three teams: Eagles, Giants, and and Redskins. RF football team. Do it. Call the Redskins. Call the are, they're very. They're all very similar teams. Well, yeah. I think the only difference is Daniel Jones stinks. He didn't look good last night. That, well, they fired uh, Jason Garrett. Stinks. Daniel Jones stinks. 
That uh, I think is the only difference. Now the offensive coordinator also they fired that bomb. Washington is a really disappointing team this year, mean? right? They, they were they picked won to, two games in a row. They yeah, beat Tampa. They, they beat Carolina. To win the division. One of my picks, Carolina. They were not Carolina football team. Yeah, they were picked to win the division though. Yeah, I picked them to win the division. That's what too. I'm saying, and they're they've they're underperforming. But well, so I would I, say I, I'm not surprised though. I mean, I, I mean, let's just say. They split with the football team and Giants. Oh, that's two okay, more. So wins. that puts them at six and seven. Yeah, okay. And, you know, the Giants might already have it in the bag, so we can beat the Giants on week, what is that, week 17. No, no, and, we play the Cowboys. Or week 18. Game. Is that 18? Yeah. 18. And the Jets are going to win. So, you know, we're going to win so, four of those out of six games, right. given the split. So the question becomes, and what could happen in the Eagles' I favor as in, well, man. is if the Eagles. Because they play the Cowboys the last game of the season, but the Cowboys are probably going to have the division locked up by then, not need the game, and then the Eagles could coast, and if the Eagles get there at 8-8, and which to Eric's point is more than possible, they could win that, get to 9-8, and and sneak in. And when they they win those nine games, I'm like, booha, dinner at Denny's, baby. Come on. Dinner at Denny's. They dinner even, at Denny's. They even serve oh, that dinner makes at a lot Denny's. of sense. <laughs> no, but like, so the, I like, I don't we're, know. we're in the, we're in the realm of, we're looking at the Rams, 49ers, Vikings, well, the Rams are nothing special. Vikings, Saints, and even the Panthers are still hanging around. Sure. All well, the Panthers started hot. Yeah. Like we have the same record as the Panthers. Yep. So, Panthers. I mean, it's really difficult, but I do agree with Eric. I mean, the schedule looks in our favor. It really yeah, does. Definitely. I mean, this and, is a big week, right? They need to stay up high and they can't lose to a divisional opponent. That's but, key. Like they gotta beat so, the Giants this week. Let's look at some of the other all right. So 49ers, they have a uh that, I guess I think it as would long be, as the Eagles go into Meadowlands, just do what they're doing, is run the football, do the really the 49ers have I mean the, the, the 49ers, one thing I love is Maylotta. Maylotta was a savage. I went to the game Sunday, dude. I just yeah, I just watching this guy. He's just he's just he's so playing physical. really well. Yeah, you know, he he's just killing it. Yeah, he's man. playing really well. You know, I mean, uh, Landon Dickerson. You know, they thought he was a bad pick. He's been killing it. They're just they're they're just out physically beating up teams right now. Yeah, Run they are. Football, and I love it. I mean, that, that's what they called Smash Mouth football. Yeah, I like it. What do you think, Buha? Yeah, I like it. You I'm like it? Look, I'm looking at some of the schedules here. I mean, some of the schedules. The 49ers have it. Uh, an iffy schedule. I mean, they play the Vikings, which I don't think anybody well, wants to play the Vikings at this point. The Vikings have been playing well. The Seahawks stink. The Seahawks. Well, also, yeah, Seahawks. Let's recap some games as Buha's uh, running through that because we can talk about where teams stand, right? So big picks this week, right? Last week, so the Cardinals with Colt McCoy over to Seahawks, oh, I was right? Loving them, and I mean they pretty much put the Seahawks into the coffin because the Seahawks wow. are three and seven now. Their season's done. Yeah, they st- Cards moved to nine and two, best record in football. So the Cardinals are a team you got to watch for. So the Chiefs beat the Cowboys to get th- like themselves back on track, but that doesn't really surprise me. And I don't, I'm not going to read too much into that for the Cowboys. Cowboys are a little banged up, but I still think the Cowboys are probably one of the two or three best teams in the NFC. Right? The Cowboys are by far the class of the division. As exactly. Much as it pains you to say it, but yeah. you don't want to play them in this division. Well, right, exactly. And the Chiefs needed that game. The Cowboys yeah. did not need that game. So that to me was like kind of a schedule game, and they're coming up on the on on their Thanksgiving. Exactly, they... they got big Thanksgiving this week. So like that was easily a game that the Cowboys could lose, and they're fine with it. The Texans upset the Titans, but again, to me, that's just an overlook game from the Titans, right? That's a divisional opponent. The Texans really wanted that game. The Titans could care less because the Titans got the Patriots this week, and that's for like 
close to AFC supremacy, right? That's a big game. The tech, the Texans are whatever they get it's, to win. It's against surprising. It's, whatever. It's really, it's surprising how hard it is to sweep a shitty team yeah. in your division. It's very hard. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how or why. Look but at the Jags and Bills. Because just, because at the end of the day, Buha, these are NFL teams, right? And they have NFL players, and they you know they play each other so much in the division that it's very difficult to do that. And again. We talk about this all the time. What we were allude, like alluding to at the beginning of the pod, where there are games that you look at at the beginning of the season, right? Like if you're a Titans fan, at the beginning of the season when you're running through your schedule, you go, "Okay, Texans two and zero, right?" But when the season progresses and the Titans are coming off two big wins in a row, and they have a the Texans coming in who are just you know complete dog water, and then they have another big game the next week, it's very easy for the team to overlook the Texans and end up happening what happened last weekend, and that's what happens. Well, one more thing about the uh, the Titans. You know who took the uh, blame for that loss, the Titans? Adrian Peterson did. He's cut. He's cut. I know. They lost. You're out of here, They cut AP. That experiment's over. Yeah, the experiment's over. So he took – he took the he took it in the chin with that loss. Yeah, they did cut AP. They blamed it on that. him, which which is a shame. I love that guy, but but the yeah. AFC the AFC is well, so the Bills are so inconsistent. Well, they, yeah, the but Bills the are very is, The AFC is so much better than the NFC. Exactly. I don't think so. I disagree. I, you, got you think so? I think the top of the NFC is better. So than who's the best the team? AFC. I don't know. I think they're playing. I think they're playing more crappy NFC teams. Really? I don't know. You have look. Look at the North. I mean, they're all stacked up. They're all seven and three, six and four, five and four, and well, six. Well, that's and probably five. the best division in football. The same thing with the West: seven and four, six and four, five and five, five and five. Even yeah, but in they the also East. have the worst division in football, the South. Six. Although the Colts are not looking too bad. Yeah, now, that's so. what I'm saying. I mean, they have the bottom two teams, the Texans and the Jags, but even the East is looking decent, like seven and four, six and uh, four. The Jets stink. The Dolphins stink. <laughs> oh, no, the Dolphins won three in a row, man. Yeah, yeah they the still Dolph- stink. But, you know, you got to win the games. You got to win. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's just looking at how – we, 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 we had this question last week, Prof. I, I gave it to Earl. Who are your three best teams in the AFC? Or give me your top four teams in the AFC. Honestly, I think the Patriots are there. Yeah. I, well, that's why I said last week too. Patriots. And you think the Chiefs aren't going to round in the form? Well, we said we're I waiting for the Chiefs. Be. So now Chiefs, you got Patriots. Got to keep the Ravens in there, right? Yeah, I mean. And then is and it, it what? Titans? Yeah, the Titans are tough. I don't like tough. the Titans though, man. The Titans, have... the Titans are a tough team, man. I mean, what don't they have? They don't have. Uh, well, they don't have Derrick Henry. I was gonna say they don't have King Henry. Yeah, that's I, mean, know, I know. I know. I know. I, the worst team I understand that, but they also have a win with. They have a win or two without him, don't they? Yeah. No, they yeah. do. Hundred percent. They still got their quarterback. I guess that's all you really need is a quarterback. I mean, Ryan Tannehill. Really I think he is what he is, but he's actually he's been playing for the last two years. He's been playing above what good, we. Yeah, he's a good game manager. He certainly has. Mike Vrabel's a really good coach. You know, Bill Belichick's a good coach. I don't know. Do you trust? Do you trust? Do you trust somebody like the Titans? Less than the Cardinals, I don't trust. The well, Cardinals. to me, they're the, to me they're the same teams, only a little different. So the Titans, to me, are a team that we've watched like make the AFC Championship every year, or like make the divisional round and then lose. That's what I expect them to do this year. Like I don't have any faith in the. Yeah, Titans. but you see, here's your problem with that: is you're looking at the division, and that's why they get there every year. Yeah, that, that division is poop every year, and 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 now now it's it still is this year, but that doesn't mean that. They might be a different team than maybe, but for me they're not because well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, do I here's the, so when I we looked at our top four teams right now, let's line them up in in an AFC Championship scenario. Who are you taking, Chiefs or Titans? Chiefs. 
Who are you taking, Patriots or Titans? Maybe the Pats, man. What do you think? <laughs> who are you mean, taking? I'm... Who are you taking, Ravens or Titans? Ravens. Well, there you go. So, so that's what I'm saying. You have no faith in the Titans in an I AFC don't. Championship game I over don't. any of those three AFC teams. because that's a learned pattern. I mean, you learn that for years, and I get that. I understand yeah. it. No, you don't expect them to win, but I mean, I think they've been playing like a different team than the division winning teams of the years past. I just feel like I feel okay. like they're a little bit different. Okay. Yeah, but like Al Pacino says. <clears throat> And the longest, or oh, uh, any given Sunday is any given Sunday, man. It's whoever, absolutely who shows up that well, whoever shows up, man. It's like you've seen already <laughs> this year. Like, I mean, the Texans beat uh, Texas beat the Titans, Jags beat the Bills. Do you have I mean, these? You never know. Out. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could be saying. I hate. I don't like the Titans. The Titans could fucking do. Well, I listen. I mean, nobody. Nobody. My opinion is no. They're not going to win. But right. I, well, I'm. Could be wrong. No team goes through a season winless. Oh, CYOA. Speaking of, speaking of cover, cover your own ass. Like I, I just covered it. Let's talk about Thanksgiving games. So, first game we got the Bears at the Lions. This is a toilet. Lions, bowl. baby, all the way. Well, so Earl's a good straight man. So the Bears are minus three at Detroit, but a lot of people like the Lions here to get their first win. We're going around the horn. I see Earl's already taking the Lions. Uh, Prof, who you like? You don't have to stick with it. Fool's gold. Fool's gold, man. I think everybody's going to get on that train. Andy Dalton's going to go into uh, Detroit and win a game. Red Rifle. Duh, the Bears. Red Rocket? He, yep. He's starting, huh? The red, what happened to Fields? He could have he had Red huh? Rifle. His ribs are messed up, man. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you got a shitty offense. Well, that's what happens when you have Jason Yo, Peters. Pa- pound the Bears on this one. Well, the one thing that the uh, the Lions do have, they have DeAndre Swift, and that's about it. <laughs> but they have a good running back. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, uh, playing with, they're playing with a backup quarterback too, right? Oh, wait, so what do you guys So you guys got the Bears, I got the Lions. Someone's got to go the other way. At least one of us is going to win. I'm going to take the Lions oh, as well. No. Oh, my God, Outright. Really? Wow. I'm going to take the Lions. I didn't want to do it because oh, no. I, there's so much talk about everybody going to the Lions. But I'm taking the Lions outright. Buha's got the Bears, I hope. Buha's got the Bears. Yeah, I'm throwing it all on the Bears. If you went Lions, I was switching. Game number two. The the Lions are starting Tim Boyle. That's right. Old Tim Boyle. Old reliable. All right, maybe maybe I'll make a bet later on without you guys knowing, and I'll bet on the Bears. (laughs) <laughs> that's Earl. That's not how this works. Oh, I'm sticking with the Lions. Stick with the Lions. Shit. Don't yeah. Right. Be careful how you spend that five dollars. That's right. What do you mean, man? I, I do like forty, fifty dollars bets, man. It's game number two, Thanksgiving. Actually, a pretty decent game. The yeah. Raiders five and five at the Cowboys. Cowboys are minus seven and a half seven right and a half. now. Okay. Now the Raiders kind of in a free fall. Cowboys looking to rebound uh, after losing to the Chiefs last week. Who you got, Prof? I, I see it up to eight right now. Yeah, but... it's moving up. Well, and the betting public loves the Cowboys, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go with the Raiders to cover. I am too. Cover the points. I'm I'll take the, the Cowboys point. and I'll lay the points. Right. I think the Cowboys win by double digits. Nope, I'm taking the points with the Raiders. Raiders are a dumpster fire right now, and the Cowboys are coming off the loss last week, so it'll rebound. They love Thanksgiving. I'll take the Cowboys. I'm not saying the Raiders are going to win. I'm saying they're going to lose by seven yeah, I understand. points. I understand how the point spread works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping. Got a first time around here. Like cover, I, I understand how the point spread works. 
No, so I'm, I'm, I'm saying the Cowboys are going to cover. I will take it all I'm the way up to nine I'm, and a half. I'm not saying. Anymore. I think so, Jack. I I probably think that you're, I think you're probably right, but I also I think that I think that we do this with the Dallas Cowboys every year on Thanksgiving, because we've just grown up with watching the Cowboys play yeah, on Thanksgiving, well, we and it's like, hey, this is their big game. This is like their Super Bowl. Yeah. So what? And we do this every year. year. So I'd be, I'd be, I haven't looked it up, but I'd be really curious we'll do to see it. We'll what do their it. ATS is on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'll I do really it. Would. I'll do it, and we'll put it up when we put the video I, up because that's a good point. You probably won't be able to find it because that's like kind of in last depth year's Thanksgiving game. Well, no, like, like not just last no, year. Like historically, year. what are the Cowboys' ATS yeah, on Thanksgiving? Yeah, that'd be great to know. Like, what's their record? Are they like right, like twenty and five the last twenty five years? Like, right, that, that'd be great to know. Well, I mean, then again, you want to know, do they cover the points? Well, that's what we said, ATS. Is well, I, well I do know the Cowboys were 8-1. and one. ATS. Yeah, yes. they're, that's another reason why I'm taking them, because they <laughs> are incredible. ATS stands they, for, they, they didn't cover the points last week, though, so they're, they're two games in a row they haven't covered. That's right. Okay. Tell they're coming back to the mean so, a little so, bit. So, so they're 0 Tell them what ATS is. Yeah, ATS is against the spread. Against the spread. <laughs> ATS. All, All right. right. Last yeah. game, the night game. Also, interesting game. Two new faces, really, for Thanksgiving, kind of. So the Bills at the Saints. Bills are 6-4. and four. Everybody keeps waiting for the Bills to be like a top team in AFC, and they keep, you know, taking a shit on the floor. Yeah, they do. The Saints, 5-5, five and five, pretty still banged up on the offensive side of the ball. Bills, minus 6. Who do you guys like? Earl, you start. Oh, boy. Oh, I mean, depends. I mean, I mean, I want to know if Kamara is coming back. I mean, if he comes back, short week. Well, it's not a short week. He didn't play last week. I'm it's a, long it's a week. short week for the team. I'm saying. Yeah, what's a long week? You got to make that decision tomorrow instead of making it now on Friday. Now is, is what Tyson I'm saying. Tyson Hill playing? I mean, Tyson Hill got a big deal. Like that's why, a weird it's one. It's like too. why the fuck did you pay? Yeah, that's a weird Tyson one. Hill eighty million dollars. Sean Payton a, loves that guy. It's like, dude, he stinks. You know. <laughs> I mean, he's a gadget quarterback. So anyway, I gotta stick with the Bills, man. I got him on my fantasy football team. My one fantasy football team is called Bills Mafia. So I just can't root against the team. I gotta Sick. stick with my guns. I gotta be a homer pick going with the Bills. I like the Bills too. Earl always finds his way back to fantasy, doesn't he, Prof? Well, I mean, well, just imagine me thinking, like, oh, I picked the Saints though, and I'm like, I'm rooting against my fantasy team. I just can't have two. I like the Bills too. These are always like wild card games. Like they, you always have the Lions. You always have the, you always have the Cowboys, and then they throw you the wild card game. Yep. I mean, I remember I used to love when the Eagles played in, in these games. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. There's some classic Eagles Thanksgiving games. So unfortunately, we're gonna have a sweep here because I'm not oh, gonna shit. take the Saints. I'm gonna lay the points, and I will play with the Bills as I well. I want to say one more thing though. So let's just say I, you know, I got the fantasy team and I picked the Saints. So that means. I'm going to win in one of them. Well, there you go. Maybe I should hedge my bet here. Right. Otherwise, if you're both on ball or both wrong on both, it's like a kick in the nuts. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> maybe. Listen, you know, I mean, how, how about how about how about I go to Saints? There you go. We got one guy on the Saints. Listen, is, the, is the that, Bills. The, it's not a bad pick because the Bills have looked terrible. The Bills I, have looked I, awful. Is that a legal switcheroo there? We'll let you. We'll allow it. You allow it. We'll okay, allow it. I'll go Saints. You go Saints. Like I said, at least somebody will win for me over here. Yeah, absolutely. You can it. go Saints. I can't. I can't go zero and three. I'll go. I'll go one and two. <laughs> <laughs> That's high ass. <laughs> at least I got a percentage. At least I got an average. Earl's got high aspirations there. Well, that's, what what he, that's, what he, that's, that's what it's called. Hedge your bets. Yeah, you're not wrong. So. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Plus, the Saints are at home, too. It's tough to play in that Super Bowl. The Saints are at home. This is a fact. That the Saints fact. are at home. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's all I got. You guys got anything else? Any closing? Anything else you guys want to cover before we start to play some music? No. The Flyers are probably getting spanked right now by the Tampa Bay Lightning. The last they, time I checked, they were losing by one. Nah, they were losing by two when I came down oh, here. Oh, boy. That's Do an example. So that's an example of a team, the Tampa Bay Lightning, really, really good, and you have really bad fans. Like, I mean, all I know I is hate Carter, that. Hart. Carter Hart, they got Giroux. Why does Tampa Bay? Why is Tampa Bay getting all these good, like good sports teams? They got the Lightning. They got the. Dude, ball, I'll tell they you what. I don't, they I don't, don't deserve it. They don't I don't know it. what it is, but it's they they are a really good hockey team. They and the Rays good. are good all of a sudden. Like all of a sudden, Tampa Rays Bay is just like this is crazy. I also want to say the Sixers won last night against Sacramento. Andre Drummond loves getting rebounds. He sure does. He got twenty three of them. And we didn't talk anything about LeBron tonight. Oh, oh LeBron! Oh yeah, that was a crazy ass fight, man. Dude, that was legit. Fucking punch you through. <laughs> he turned and socked. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he was. Did, did he get suspended? Yeah, I mean to do it. Did he get suspended yet or what? One game he did. Yeah, one game. The other That's guy wrong. got two. That was uh, not even as harsh as my ejection from Northtown softball. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Hey, thanks, everybody, for hopping on the live stream and checking in. Prof Earl and I really appreciate it. You know, as always, I got to give you the spiel. Please do us a favor. Like the videos. Share the videos. If you haven't already, check us out on YouTube and the iTunes podcast application. Also coming soon. Where are we going, Earl? We're going TikTok, man. I already started on TikTok a little bit, That's too. right, Earl. And Spotify. Earl's getting his TikTok Spotify, and Spotify. You know, Remember? We're, we're getting all the highlights on there. You can follow follow me at there is a, <laughs> there is a TikTok story uh, inside, of inside the Alabama uh, football locker room. Okay. you got to see this, how these guys live. Unbelievable. Like kings. What do you mean? They live at kings? Like kings, like this, kings. the locker room is so. Unreal. So they live like me, right? Yeah, you yeah. You, like, you couldn't afford the chairs that they have sitting in their locker. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting on a metal chair, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Before these guys rudely interrupted, make sure you search from underscore the underscore hill. Put it in quotations so you don't miss it. We're gonna try and keep this going on a regular basis. Good to have Prof back, and as always, yeah. we're getting out of here, everybody. Enjoy Thanksgiving. We'll check back hopefully this weekend. We're gonna try and get one in if we can all get together. If not, check the Thanksgiving picks. We got big college football action oh, yeah. this weekend, and Eagles Giants Sunday. It's gonna be a good weekend. Yeah, I'll say if I don't say anything after than this, I'll say Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Me and Earl are golfing on Saturday. We got high hopes for me. The last time I got there, it was 79. We're hoping for big things. Uh, uh, Prof, you better keep him honest. I think it is 79s coming out of Earl. No foot wedges at all. <laughs> all right, we're out of here, everybody. I just hope he tucks his shirt in. <laughs> nah, I don't tuck it. See ya. Gotta talk. It's going to be like 35 degrees, Gotta man. talk, bro. It's cold as fuck. Gotta I'll talk. be there, buddy. Gotta talk. Nah, I don't know.